The Will Cain Show podcast is presented by the Capital One Venture Card. Earn unlimited double miles on every purchase every day. What's in your wallet? Dave McMenamin. We're going to talk a little hoops. And I think there's the Roethlisberger sound. We had it cleared. It is cleared now. Because it's really confusing. We were a little confused after the fact when they lost on Sunday to the Pats, not just because of the call uh, with the Jesse James reversal on the touchdown, but just who ordered the code red, right? Who called in and said, don't spike it, mm-hmm. don't kill the clock, let's run a play. And then there was a question about not having multiple plays, and then there was a question about a timeout. So it's weird because a lot of people are doing this revisionist stuff with Roethlisberger and how those last few moments played out in that game. Roethlisberger spoke on all of them with great detail, and then he's kind of being contradicted. So we'll do that a little bit later. We got Will Kane, the Rosillo Show, at ESPN Radio. McMenamin on hoops, calves, that kind of stuff. But it started the show today with a hoops conversation that's much bigger than hoops, and that is I'm watching Tatum. I'm going, this guy's awesome. He'd be so – just put up massive numbers with a with a worse team, and then it becomes, well, wait a minute, Ryan. You're not respecting Brad Stevens. I go, well, no, no, I, I love Brad Stevens too. But do I love Brad Stevens so much that I would take him over any – member of the Celtics roster. And if we expand this out, are there coaches in pro sports you would take before any of the players on their team? Because I still have a hard time. I, you just It's hard for you to sell me on the idea that I'd want a player more than, or excuse me, that I would want a coach more than, say, a Kawhi Leonard. And what have we come up with? Two in the NBA? Maybe two in the NFL? And that's just based on roster alone and the roster not being good. It has to be. It's not there where their, their ranking is in the coaching order. It's It's not... Is this guy far and away the best coach? The answer is, in the NBA, as I forwarded, Rick Carlisle over anybody on the Dallas Mavericks roster. I'll go with you there. By the way, how how are you feeling about how your man Dirk walks around now in games? Man, one of it the things rough. that's really surprising to me is like Dirk was the guy I said is going to be shooting threes effectively on a winning NBA team until he's about 40-something because he does those deep knee bends <laughs> with Holger. <laughs> and I'm really into deep knee bends and like pliability with Brady and diet. Like a, a you know. You're all in on it. You start doing like new Did age. Did you buy the TV method book? No, but I want it because it's super expensive, right? It is. Should have well, asked it's an for that investment. For it's an investment. It's yes. not the price as much as it's investing in yourself. But I know Tommy, so maybe Tommy will send me a copy. <laughs> Sometimes I wish I could do it like you do. No, but honestly, seriously, I know Tommy. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, that honestly worked out there a little bit. That's okay. So, um, it's, and as you say, some of our high profile listeners have, have, have texted in Field Yates, Woj. Whoa. You guys are forgetting Spolstra. So the answer in the NBA is Carlisle and Spolstra. And, of course, Pop would be on the list, but he happens to coach Kawhi, and you got to take Kawhi over Pop. i take Kawhi over Pop. I would take I would take Kyrie over Brad Stevens. You know, the, the Tatum thing you could tell me on a little bit earlier, but I am conditioned to always think the player before the coach in that league because the NBA is about the players. It just is, even though we've seen Brad Stevens – exceed expectations all the times, even when the rosters weren't nearly as good as they are right now. And that Celtics roster is really good. It didn't really matter who was coaching LeBron. We've already seen that. You know, we're on, what, the fourth guy here? It doesn't really matter. So if we're talking about that kind of talent, then you could start looking around at other teams. I think the Spolster one is a good one because I think Spolster is terrific. And then you go, who do I really love? Like, do I love Deion Waiters? Right. Do I love Justice Winslow? Uh, Winslow? I don't love Hassan Whiteside. So, yeah, that's an easier one to do. But what about the NFL? Is well, it I, is it more like? Are you more likely to say an NFL coach in that sport than you would any NBA coach, and not just about each team? I think so. And then it becomes an analysis of who your quarterback is, because that's truthfully a quarterback versus head coach debate. 
And you probably take Belichick over Brady at this point, simply because of Brady's age. Although, the strawberry thing. Yep, the book. Yeah. Pajamas. Who gets tired first, Brady or Belichick? During the day? No. Like with the, you know what? Who goes home at night and goes, I only got a year or two left of this? I'm going to tell you what Belichick does. Yeah. I would see Belichick bounce. I mean, he looks, talk about a guy who just doesn't ever look like he's having a good time. And I'm not the biggest smiler by nature myself over here, but that thing is fascinating. I will admit, though, kind of a loser move on my part or a winner. Started turning the thermostat down at night. Optimum, TB12, huh? Yeah, TB12. Optimal temperature settings. We're about a 66 now when we go to bed. Why is that a loser move? That's just healthy living. Because I'm 42 and a famous QB said you should sleep with the temperature lower. And I go, let me try this. First of all, I get where you are in your brain. You're yeah. going like, I shouldn't be taking fashion advice at the age of 42. But this yes. isn't fashion advice. This is this is self-improvement. And you're not done, Ryan Rosillo. You're not a finished product at 42. I just yet to begin. <laughs> That's right. And if you can take a little advice from the GOAT, you should go ahead and take it. If 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 somebody comes in here, if Cuban comes here and says, you know what? Get in on Bitcoin and get in now. And you're like, hey, Mark, it's at 19000 And he says, get in now. You should, you're going to listen to that advice. There's a lot of Bitcoin advice out there. I can tell you that right now. We have an internal thing going on with my friends where the most vocal Bitcoin guy every day doesn't have a dime in Bitcoin. And the guys that have just say a little bit more money in the ledger are so mad at the guy that doesn't have a Bitcoin position. Like either invest or shut up. Oh, is he a proponent of Bitcoin? No, he's telling, like he's playing out every rally. Oh, you got to get back into this rally. Oh, now's the time. A little worried about this projection say, and they go, you don't even have, you're not, you might as well have a, this is you like, this is a fantasy football team for you, man. Like I have a real investment in it and I get to read your emails every hour. So that was a little bit of a Bitcoin rant. I know Saruti wanted to get back to the original point of the hour. Did you guys bring up Mike Zimmer? No, that's, I don't really that's, like it, but I don't know anyone on that team that I'd be like, yeah, I need him over that, over Mike Zimmer. Defensive line is really good. Anthony Barr? Uh, yeah. I, I don't know. I guess I just don't think of Zimmer that much that I would go, if you bring Zimmer in, problem solved. Dalvin Cook? No, I mean, he's hurt and he's not, and he's played what? Like, I know. I'm just, I'm just trying. I think you're, I think, I think Ryan, I don't feel strongly I'm, I'm closer it. to you than I'm Ryan on this. Like, you're kind of carrying the Mike Zimmer brand around with you there. Like, Really? Mike Zimmer? Like, he's a nice coach, but I'm not trading for him. Yeah, I'm not giving you a pick for Mike Zimmer. Did we get that in at Rosillo Show, or is that just you? I was just looking at the standings, and I couldn't I couldn't think of a Viking that I was really excited about. Well, I, you... I like Adam Thielen. You know, I like Stephon Diggs, but... Yeah, they're, they're nice playmakers. I mean, Thielen's an unbelievable story. He's terrific, but then you go... Do you have to start with Thielen over Zimmer? I don't know. I'm just. This is about how you build your franchise. Are you starting with a receiver? No. 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 I, I, so you might have gotten one there, Trudy. You said Xavier Rhodes. Yeah, I mean, he's okay. Corner over head coach. So we might be up. What do we got in the NFL? We've got Belichick. I think we actually got Ryan on the record, and I think he's not wrong. Sean McVay. Yep. I hated it as soon as I said it, but I said it. Right now, in the moment, it feels like. Yeah, I mean, I, I got Polian over here, Bill Polian, telling me there's five people in the world that he trusts to call plays after you're done scripting them out. That okay, guys, now we're in the second and third quarter. Continue to call a great game. Who are they? 
Uh, he thinks it's, I hate when you do this, but you're right <laughs> to ask me because I should have remembered it. Well, I'm just, McVay, curiosity leads me there. Uh, it's Kyle Mc, Shanahan. Mc, uh, Mc, Josh McDaniels, right? Yeah, I think it was McDaniels. Yeah. I don't know who the other thing, cause he kind of just said, Hey, there's a handful of guys that I think, and I'm going, how are there 32 teams? And you're telling me there's not, there's not six dudes in the world that once it's the third quarter, he can't call a good game. But Dude, the larger point is he had McVeigh in that five. Yeah, he had McVeigh. Uh, yeah. He didn't have McShay. McVeigh was in it. He had Todd McShay in there? Wow. Apparently 25 or so aren't good at it. Well, that's... That's insane. No, we did this. I know. 80-20 proposition or of, only five people that can do something at a really high level. The rule of five. Do you think there's five great sports talk show hosts? Mm, or are let's there let's name them. <laughs> <laughs> Well, there's you and me, so we're down to three. Three spots left. <laughs> Let's see. Do you think there's ten great sports talk show hosts? Do you no. think there's ten in the country? No, I do not. No, I do not. But then again, what's great? Wait, you said in the country. I'm sorry. Ten great sports talk show hosts in the country. And then you go, okay, is Francesa great? Well, that's what I was going to say. There's a lot of local Francesca's guys. Francesca's always number one in all the rankings thing, and then people tune into the show towards the end and go, he's just screaming at guys from Long Island. I actually think there's a lot of greatness at the local level. I'm not, I really do believe that. They're just doing a different, doing local sports radio is just right. a different gig than national. Totally. Yeah. And there's a lot of greatness in those local radios. Yes. So. Now do you think there's more people that can host a show every day for like, say, a decade or call plays in the third quarter of a close NFL game? The a decade? That's yeah. That's what I mean. Because that's really what you're asking. You can't be great in a year. You could be the best. You could be a great talent. You could have good takes. You could be smart, funny, awesome teases, formatics, resets, all that stuff. But if you're not, if you're not around, it's almost like writing a TV show. If you're not around season three, like what's the point? What do you think? I think there's probably a few more talk show hosts than actual guys that can call plays. If Polian tells me there's five or six guys that can call a play. But I wonder, like, I wonder how many coaches, we have a lot of coaches that listen to the show. I wonder how many coaches hate that I'm saying this right now. That Poli- They're saying, they're in the car right now going, Polian is totally full of it. He doesn't know what he's talking about. There's, there's plenty of great play callers in the NFL today. Because that's saying that all the guys in college aren't good enough. That's saying that every co- all these assistants, and you work your way up the professional pyramid of football, and you become an NFL offensive coordinator, and there's still only five or six dudes that you trust to read what the defense has done, see how they're changing up what they're doing? Makes sense in theory. The Rosillo Show with Will Kane today on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. Now you can test drive Snapshot, even if you have insurance with another company. See how much you can save before you switch. Why LeBron's staying with the Cavs next to ESPN Radio. In life, there are talkers and there are doers. Sometimes it's not hard to tell the difference. Mike Bloomberg has spent his life getting big things done. Starting his business out of a one-room office, Mike built a company with 20,000 employees, all with good pay and quality health care. Elected mayor in the aftermath of 9-11, Mike got to work helping rebuild a shaken city, creating nearly 500,000 new jobs and expanding health care for nearly 700,000 New Yorkers. Now there's a clear choice. 
Do you want a debater or a doer? Someone who can fix health care, who's done it. A guy who's unafraid of tough challenges, who has a track record creating jobs, who's taken on the NRA and won. That's Mike Bloomberg, a proven leader who can unite our country and get big things done. That's who can beat Trump. That's who we need in the White House. I'm Mike Bloomberg, candidate for president, and I approve this message. Paid for by Mike Bloomberg 2020. Your home is important. That's why GEICO helps make it easy to save on homeowners insurance. Because home is more than just a place. Home is where you build a giant pillow fort in your living room. And when people ask why you have a pillow fort in your living room, you say it's for your dog. And when they ask, well, what kind? You say, mm, chocolate lab. And we have a web of lies that's almost as intricate as the crown molding in Fort Pillow. The GEICO Insurance Agency could help protect the pillow soft fortress you call home. Call GEICO and see how easy it is to switch and save on homeowners insurance. We're going to close out the show today with um, the the guy versus guy pickums because we only got to a couple of them and everybody seems to like those quite a bit. So we have Will Kane today, the Rosilla Show, reminding you to listen to all three hours of the show on your phone, your ESPN app. And I don't know how often everyone who listens checks into the NBA standings, but believe it or not, the Cavs, after that bad start there, they are only two games off the pace for the number one seed in the East. And I didn't even think they'd care about the seeding. But the Celtics, that great win streak. Well, the Cavs had one too. They're twenty three and eight. Celtics twenty six and seven. Coming back a little bit to the field here defensively. So we'll see how that one plays out. And a guy we haven't talked to yet this season joins us now from ESPN.com. Covers the Cavs. Shell Penzoil performance line. It's Dave McMenamin. Thank you for reminding me that we hadn't had you on. It was nothing personal, as you know. And now let's talk some hoops. Yeah, of course. I'm glad that we can talk more now on the radio than we did when I saw you in person in Bristol last week. But, uh, but yeah, yes. let's do it. Okay, that start, I'm not saying I was worried. The defense was still bad, though, a carryover of a major problem last year to where they're at now. So being around it, what have you seen? Even though, like, look, this is not me saying they've had to completely change or that I was really, really worried, but just the best way to describe the transition through the first two months of the season. Yeah, and I wouldn't single you out for being down on them because so many people were. The biggest thing to me, and I think it's such a trickle-down effect, is LeBron. LeBron missed all the training camp after uh, spraining his left ankle. When he did play, I mean, he was able to push himself to get ready for opening night. You did not see him exerting himself defensively for the first month of the season almost as he was getting his body back into shape. And really, he sets the tone so much for this team in terms of uh, they care about regular season games when he plays on both ends. And once he was physically able to do so, he started putting in the effort on both sides of the basketball. And it kind of coincided with the rest of the guys getting in shape and also the rest of the guys coalescing and getting to know one another and understanding what Teron Lue wanted them to do defensively, not in and out. And also Teron Lue getting a set rotation settled upon. Uh, but but the, I think the leading kind of candidate in that equation has been LeBron and, and him upping his level. Uh, to a standard that everyone else followed. Can we just follow up then with LeBron? Because what the hell, man? I mean, he can say he's feeling better than ever before, but the fact that we are seeing this efficiency level from him, the stats, the dominant, you can watch him, you can read all the numbers after the fact. Like, how is this happening? How is he this comfortable still at this stage with this many minutes? It's wild, and it's hard to you know, uh, qualify because we haven't seen this out of guys. Uh, Kobe was pretty 
on good late in his career until he had that torn Achilles. So it's not like we've never seen it before. But uh, you know, his basic explanation is that you know, hey, I, I'm in a groove right now, and the game is slow to me, and I'm able to pick things apart, and I'm comfortable with my teammates. And we have some continuity now that, that we were lacking early on in the year. I mean, it, he's a motivated person. This was, we're kind of seeing the fruition of what he was trying to preview for everyone this summer on social media, where he was putting up these videos of the ridiculous workouts he was going through, or, you know, some of the pickup games he was dominating UCLA against much younger competition. Uh, and, you know, he's as skilled a player as has ever gone through the league. So, it's not like, you know, we shouldn't uh, we shouldn't believe what we're seeing, but but I'm with you. Um, at some point, you expect to drop off, and and for whatever reason, through his own hard work uh, slash talent, uh, he's been able to delay the inevitable. Dave, where are we with Isaiah Thomas? When do we expect to see him back? And what? How different will this team look when he's on the court? Yeah, well, well, it it has been a kind of a chasing the tail game with, with Isaiah Thomas because as we've been around the team and seen him go through more intensive pregame workouts in terms of full 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 court sprints and uh, you know a deeper sweat and when they are at home seeing him go through three on three and four on four half court uh, it looked like okay this could be any day now uh, then Yahoo Sports had a, a report over the weekend that he's eyeing the first week of January as his potential return. Uh, they had, you know, kind of poked fun at that on social media uh, earlier this week, um, you know, saying they, they didn't really believe it. Um, I was able to report on Sunday that, that he will not play tonight. He will not play Thursday. Uh, their first game after Thursday is, of course, Christmas Day against the Golden State Warriors. So, um, you know, a source close to Isaiah has not ruled out that game yet, but you know, we are sort of in that territory now. Now, I spoke to the Cavs coach, Teron Lou today, and he said, I really want to get him some practice time. And the problem is, not only do the Cavs not practice very often, but when they do practice, it's not that live of a practice. He said, hey, last time we did live practices, LeBron hurt his ankle. I don't want to do that. So they, the Cavs might either have Isaiah Thomas go down to Canton to practice with their, their D-League team or actually bring up enough guys from Canton to give him a live practice. And, and that could happen as soon as tomorrow uh, or sometime in Cleveland before they hit the road the 23rd for California. So um, they're looking for that opportunity to give Isaiah a chance to fully exert himself uh, in an up-and-down setting, and, and they might have to kind of manufacture it by using uh, their G-League team. Okay, so Kyrie's not a Cavalier. He's a Celtic. Cavaliers are not number one in the standings. Celtics are number one in the standings. Is this year any different, Dave, than all the other years we've had the same debate? Do the Cavaliers take the Celtics any more seriously this year than they have in the past? Not, I mean, really, Will, not real, not during the regular season, at least. Uh, in the playoffs, it could be a different animal, depending on how both rosters look at that point. You know, There's been some trickling of news coming out of Boston that you could see Gordon Hayward in the lineup by then, and that would give a completely different look because let's say he comes back in April and the Cavs don't get a chance to play against him uh, while the rest of the Celtics are in a groove. Yeah, they're, they're a challenge, but you know, the, the first year LeBron was back in Cleveland, you know, the Bulls were the number one seed, and the next year it was, it was the Atlanta Hawks. And it's not like 
the, the Cavs have been the class of the East every year coming through the, the playoffs. They've just been healthy at the right time and, and had LeBron playing at such an elite level that they didn't feel too threatened by any opponent. Um, I, I don't think that's changed too much, and they've added two guys to the equation, and Isaiah Thomas and Jay Crowder, who are really like hell-bent on getting payback on the Celtics. Both those guys are, are still uh, carrying uh, some resentment for the way Danny Ainge helped them. I mean, Jay Crowder told me earlier in the year, I wish we were playing 82 games against the Celtics this year. And when I asked him about opening night, because you know that's how much he wants to get um, some measure of payback for, for what they experienced after helping build that culture and, and get that, that program back to where it, it had been in the past. So, uh, it, they're a formidable opponent, but but if we're talking about fear or we're talking about anything uh, beyond just respecting any other opponent you play, I, I think it's a bit of a reach. Dave, enjoy it, man. We're going to start cranking this up start of the year. Appreciate it. Okay. All right. Thanks, guys. All right. That's Dave McMiniman, ESPN.com, covers the Cavs. All right. We got top five, bottom three, and we have more submissions from listeners today at Rosillo Show. We did the guy versus guy deal. We did cologne guy versus name dropper. We did... Mm-hmm. Down for every cause versus, well, we didn't even do Bitcoin guy today. I feel like I could do a Bitcoin guy every single time. So tweet us, comps you want us to do, at Rosillo Show, 100flowers.com, Twitter feed, top five, bottom three in the NFL. It's ESPN Radio. I've got that electricity charge inside, energy like a lightning strike. Take one spark and I will ignite, never stopping, I won't stand by. Now that Human Resources Director Ryan Lee has Kronos for HR, payroll, talent, and time, he's really on top of his game. He even has his own hype song. I'm the best beyond belief. I got strength and got the speed. Entire workforce, complete with different hours, skill sets, and pay grades. No, nobody catching up. They're not fast or strong enough. I've got that electricity charging Take one spot, yeah. I'm attracting and engaging the best people every step of the way. Never stopping, I won't stand by. Kronos, HR solutions for the modern workforce and the people who support them. Learn more at Kronos.com slash HR Swagger. Never stopping, I won't stand by. We uh, we were doing this earlier. We, and somehow Cologne guy versus name dropper guy came up, and then it, there was a slight accusation, perhaps from Saruti, and we're going to revisit that on me. And that's right. We're all trying to get better, and if, if me correcting some of my flaws leads to some uncomfortable moments, then I'm all for it. And I let's want... just be clear: it's not about how much Dracardinal wear you're wearing. No, but if I was, <laughs> see, I could do that right now. Will Kane Rosillo show ESPN Radio out in L.A. Uber driver picks me up. Car reeks of Jakar, and I'm like, man, you're you're still all the way. And I look, I go, hey man, what's up? And he's like, hey, I, I go, how old are you? He's like, 26. I go, you're wearing Jakar and you're 26. That's incredible. Like, what, you pass, you inherit it. And um, he's like, no, I'm not wearing cologne. I go, what is this? He goes, it's my car freshener. I go, well, what's up? He goes, I love this smell. I go, well, you got to check out Jakar. It's at CVS. Hey, I'm um taken aback by the refinement of your nose like yes. i cannot tell cologne brands i cannot tell cologne qualities like that's a nice cologne that guy has on or that is some stetson he's wearing i can't tell the night difference. swept Ooh, night swept <laughs> let's do top five bottom three the top five and bottom three 
Top five, bottom three brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. Drive sober or get pulled over. Okay, top five, bottom three. I feel like I still have the same top five teams. You ready? Yeah. Five to one. Rams, Vikings, Eagles. People were really pushing that Foles has the same average Wentz numbers. Kind of. Sure. But... Then I got Pittsburgh, and then I got New England. So I moved Pitt back up, even with the loss, just because you go toe-to-toe with the Pats in that game very well could have won it. Uh, that, to me, is a a credit-deserving L. Let me just get this straight. Who'd you have at number four? Minnesota. All right. We've got four of the same five teams. You have New Orleans in there? I did. Number five, the Rams. Same spot as you. Number four, the Saints. Number three, the Vikings. Number two, the Steelers. And number one, the Patriots. That's not Eagles hate, okay? No Eagles. Look, I think you take a ding when you go from Carson Wentz to Nick Foles. I think you take a ding when you go from MVP-level candidate to backup quarterback. I think there are seven legit teams this year. Seven and a half, okay? Jacksonville are Philly and Philly are on the, on the outs for me right now. And the half is Carolina. So you know who's number one in point differential? Not that that's the end-all be-all, but you want to know who number one is? Is it Philly? No, it's the Rams. Philly's third. So we got the Rams in there. Mm-hmm. The team that is ten and four and number two and literally a point behind the Rams, the Blake Bortles led Jack. A Jack. Neither of us have them in their no, top five. Not even. I didn't even think about it. <laughs> okay, bottom three: Cleveland Colts, Giants. Uh, exact same. Let me ask you a quick question on bottom three, real quick. God, you know Dave Rothenberg, right? Yeah, ESPN New York, great guy. I like Dave a lot. Yeah. Got an argument with show. Dave the other day. Dave's like, yeah, you know what we have in New York that you don't have in Dallas? We have our franchise quarterback. And you know what he was talking about? Sam Darnold <laughs> or Josh Rosen. Oh, because of the pick? So what I'm getting at is Giants fans are in the bottom three and already looking at the way out. So he wants them <laughs> higher up in the rankings because of future acquisition. Well, he's got a future acquisition ahead of Dak Prescott was his argument. And I was like, that's absurd. <laughs> you want the three Colts wins this year, by the way? Uh, the Browns field goal game, the Niners a field goal game when they had Hoyer, and they beat the Texans with Tom Savage by six. Those are the three Colts wins. I don't know if you understand how close they are to actually having the same record as the uh, Browns. Tough times, Indy. <laughs> Can we do this one more time? This guy right here. Little music. Bubba, I, you know, collective soul here. Are you tired today, man? What's been going on with you? I'm here. I, I didn't know you wanted to do it. He's now. even reaching slow. Do yeah, you know yeah. we're doing it next segment. Who the guy thing? Yeah. You want the open again? Now I don't know what to do. You guys, I thought we were doing the previously and just general banter. <laughs> here? No, in the next segment. And I thought we were going to do a couple. That's fine. We can push it all off there then. Because I need more. I mean, we should be breaking pretty soon. So. Do you want to count it down so that Will can hear it? 52, 51. <laughs> <laughs> we talked about The Office before. That's that's one of my favorite things to do. Like every now and then if you see something you think is really funny, try to use it. Uh-huh. And some younger guys will be like, how do you talk to girls? Be like, just steal a lot of the Vince Vaughn stuff. That'll work. But in The Office, <laughs> when when they, add, they have a countdown and Dwight goes, 30, 29. 
and you go start stupid high. Yeah, just, so the next if you have like, hey, we're gonna turn on the lights. Hey, everybody, let's do a countdown and just be the first guy at the office party. 40, 39, 38. <laughs> do it in New Year's. Yeah, right. Everybody's like, what? what? This New Year's, do that. Yes. By the way, Vince Vaughn, not easily imitatable. You can't just tell a dude, do Vince Vaughn. Like, you think Vince Vaughn is like, every man, I can do that. That's what he's doing. But the fast talk, rolling one zinger into the other, yeah. that's that's easier said than done. You might have that in your bag, actually. You're smiling like you do. Who doesn't <laughs> is what I'm smiling about. I'm smiling about who would be the worst of anyone that you know of trying to do Vince to, Vaughn. Yeah, do Vince Vaughn. Did you see Saruti doing Vince Vaughn? Saruti doesn't have to. His hair is, he's had three different looks in the past 12, well, 24 months. That's true. He doesn't need. Way less than that, dude. Like eight months. Girls don't even care if he's smart. He's like the Baywatch. The three looks were the man bun, the the hard part gel soccer star look, and now you're going natural high high head. What we call it. Like not spike look. I don't know. Not vanilla ice, but. Well, thank you. No. Headed there. He had a he also had a real soccer player look. He had sort of a non inked up post Malone thing going when the hair was down. I could see that. He's it's like not the, a compliment. Yeah, he's yes. he's the post Malone you would bring home and your mom wouldn't freak out about. Or if you brought real post Malone back to your house, your mom would be like, I... 14, 13, <laughs> 12. Am I a name dropper? Surdy suggested I may be. Next, ESPN Radio. And now another edition of Obvious News from Geico. Obvious News! Experts now say that wearing more clothes in the winter will, in fact, help you be warmer. We asked cold victim Trent Patterson about this, and here's what he said. Yeah, it was the weirdest thing. I, I was a little cold, put on a sweater, then wasn't cold. I was like, what? Also in Obvious News, Geico makes it easy to save money and easy to reach them, with licensed agents available around the clock. So switching is a really smart decision. That's Obvious News from Geico. Obvious News! Previously on the Ryan Rosillo Show. Will you think I'm a name dropper, Surdy? Go ahead. Uh, wow. Occasionally. Yeah. I don't think it's egregious, but there are times when I'm like, that yeah, probably wasn't necessary. Okay, I want to amend mine. He's not the worst. It's, it's, no, that's okay. <laughs> Stay with it. But your hesitation, that surprises me. You know what I'm going to do? I'm not going to fight it. I'm going to work on it. Okay? Cologne guy is a different tier because then I thought, wait a minute, so you don't like cologne? I wear cologne. Sometimes I even wear perfume. Just depends on how the pheromones play out. Get out. Yeah, there's perfume. Some, there's some. I wouldn't call it by curious sense out there. I would just call them sort of unisex. You're you're throwing down some unisex scents. Yeah, not. Afraid. I told you earlier. You're not a cologne guy. You're not. I'm not. You may wear cologne. Yes, but that doesn't make you a cologne guy. Cologne there, guy is the guy that here. walks yeah. in. Yeah, and you smell him before he comes, and you definitely smell him after he's gone. Yeah, and I I feel so happy about that one now, Saruti. Uh, tweet from famous friend T- Taylor Twelman. Yes, says Ryan is totally a name dropper. Oh, Twelman, <laughs> how many how many thirteen year old emojis did he use on that one? <laughs> Actually, did he use three? Yeah, he used three. All right, cool. He win. <laughs> Twelman sent me a text immediately afterwards. What did he say? He said I was just messing with you. I don't know now. I don't know. Every now and then, you know what I mean? Do you ever do that game where you t- go to your friends and you go, hey, here we go. Five, six of us hanging around, a couple beers in. What do we all say about the other guy when he's not here? No, I haven't played that game. I want to. I can't wait. I think there's a guy's weekend scheduled in February. I, I want to do that game. It could change the relationships forever. So I just we just did it on the air. Forever. 
I'm going to be more cognizant because we did revisit this off the air because then you're going, and what did we come up with, Saruti? Oh, you don't remember? All right. Um, maybe let's keep that. We'll just we'll a little suspense on that. One. What did they say about you? All your buddies. When they said, this is what we say about Ryan when he's not around. The first time we ever did it, it was, uh, <laughs> I definitely shouldn't admit this. Um, <laughs> I'm in already. I don't know. The laugh. I'm no, here. they were like, it. there was a girl at the time and they said, you can be having the best time and we're all doing great and we're all, everything's good. And then this one girl, you immediately become miserable. <laughs> like you just, you go from having a great time to now, it's not that you do anything. You just, it's so obvious your mood, like something in your brain, because my brain just never turns off. And they go, we can tell, we'll look at you and go, he's, he's gone. He's done. He's now, he will obsess and think and rethink this thing. And uh, that was in my early 20s. So I had that dropped on me. And it was so accurate, it hurt. That's not a huge insult. So you say these things can like hurt relationships and redefine well, things. We had, it's scaring me on what yeah, could it be said. Yeah, we had another buddy that he, we just, he was like, okay, do me, do me now. And we're like, you work out a ton, you order protein every week, you always make a stop at GNC for some some new beta booster, and you're not that big. You're not <laughs> you're not that big, you're not that strong, you walk around and lifting stuff all the time, your shirt's never on, like you're not even in great shape. And it it destroyed him. He started like working out even more. <laughs> In a way, it was like self-improvement. <laughs> yeah, right. He should have been happy that we did that. Okay, can we get a little music? That's a yes or no question, Bamani. See? I called him. Um, all right, little music. We've got one more here. Uh, it's this guy. Did you want to do... See, we didn't even do Bluetooth. We had some guy asking about Bluetooth guy compared to somebody else. Bluetooth guy compared to hair gel guy. I don't even see Bluetooth guy anymore. No, Bluetooth guy's around. When's the last time you saw a Bluetooth guy? Well, I in in the last couple of weeks. Just think, there's yeah. a guy listening right now in his car that's looking in his rearview mirror because he has the Bluetooth adapter <laughs> on his ear, and he's going, "Wait, this thing isn't isn't cool." Bluetooth guy late in the game used to always have like good NBA seat guy. Wait a minute, I'm gonna guy. do this because I like right. him. Last week our little all talent meeting where everybody was in town. Was you know meeting. who was walking around Bluetoothed up? Had his headphones in. He had the the airless air airpods. Wait, wait a minute, the old school blue Bluetooth. No, not thing. that. But he had the the airpods. The That's wireless. That's a little ones. different, but okay. Woody, Damian Woody. He can do whatever he wants. <laughs> I'm not going to worry about him. Okay, so last I saw one. you, Woody. Last one here. <laughs> The guy that says he owns a piece of the restaurant you're hanging out in, or the bar that you're hanging out in, and he literally doesn't own any piece whatsoever, or the fake company CEO on Instagram that follows like 5,000 girls. Who's worse? The restaurant guy. The I have a piece of this you, restaurant Have you met guy. a few of those guys? I got to know. I know one or two of those guys. <laughs> like, oh, you're going to come to the my restaurant. The CEO guy on Twitter, he's a dime a dozen. Yeah. That's the problem. I can't hate on him because there's a bunch of those guys. Yeah, I get it. I know and what And they're transparent. Is. I don't know who yeah. they think they're fooling. Mogul, media, <laughs> records, print, television, radio. Exactly. Like, Wait, what are you talking about? <laughs> right. You work at Best Buy? How do you find the time? So you think the bar owner is is a little more dangerous? Yes. Yes. That's the guy like, you know, if you have that guy and you have the truth uh, circle like yeah. you talked about, you might want to tell him, hey, man, we look, we know 
Yeah, you shouldn't tell people that you invested. Right. Because you, you, it's not your place. Yeah, man. you handed out flyers. <laughs> not that there's anything wrong with that. You just, you know, there's a different level of. Are you, is your name on any of the paper? Or are you handing out specials? You got another one? That's it? Oh, no, that's it. We only get worst only guy get. of all is story topper guy. Story topper guy. Always. You got a good story? Oh, yeah, I got one for you. What if you have a really good story? Did you I just save it? You I save self- it and come back to it later. You don't do it. You don't bookend it to his story. I think I self reported topping. For Will Kane, Rasilla Show, check out Bomani next. It's ESPN Radio.